Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Buckets. That's the name of my boat. Buckets. 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 What we get. Not the only transfer we got from Florida. Keith Stone, too. Remember that. Adidas. Release this in a hoodie. You know, we all make mistakes. He might have made one going to town. Let's see if y'all don't know. Dribble to the left, cross over to the right. Hurricane to the game, many buckets for the night. Matt with the pick and roll, Melissa with the give and go. This shelly you, pretty girl dunking in the hole. Check the scoreboard, this what we fall for. Peep the gameplay, you want an encore. Yeah, over time for another round. It's buckets out the buckets, baby. You out of town. It's buckets. What it is, homie, it's buckets. We get buckets. Yeah, baby. Buckets. 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 I have no shame. I know. That's the problem. You guys are awesome. Well, again, I think it's a good kind of transition point here. So we got... Right now, we only have brought in Cleveland. We obviously lost quite a few players, some some to the transfer portal, some to the NBA, knock on wood. Um, oh, yeah, Favor Air uh, committed to Penn State. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I did not see that. That was – you broke news for me. Um, oh, sorry. The one that still shot me was Anthony Walker in Indiana. What is even happening there? <laughs> yeah, that was kind of interesting to me just because – like, That this... caught me off guard, honestly. That really did catch me off guard. Yeah. System-wise, it didn't really make sense to me, too, because they run, like, a similar offense to us. So I kind of thought he would go somewhere where it's more structured, you know, because I think he would get lost on offense sometimes and not really know what to do sometimes, a lot of times when he was on the floor. So I, th- I thought that was interesting as well. But, Bish, I, I, did I not send that in the chat, that favor? So... The thing with our chat is <laughs> he, he ignores every message you send, Melissa. Actually, I would we're we're very similar in that we respond to everything. So it just that's the problem. It doesn't stay there. Like you put something in the yeah, chat, it's off. it's gone like behind buried under. Well it was like the other night quickly. you put the links in the chat for the football thing, like the night before, and I'm like, there's no way anyone's finding this tomorrow. It used to work before you got involved in the show. Anyway, um, so All right, so so the the one name that you actually Matt you had brought him up a couple of, I think maybe a week or so ago when he entered the transfer portal and then yesterday it turns out we were one of the schools that reached out to him is, is Cam Spencer the Rutgers my guy okay so I will say <laughs> be careful you know, when we talk about players that we like they generally commit other places so yeah I mean he's all right he's all right except for he's Matthew right. I told you he was going to come here and you didn't believe me Cleveland um. So, 
I guess speaking of Matt Cleveland, kind of the opposite because we played Rutgers as well last year, and Spencer had probably the worst game of his career and one of the worst games ever played in the Watsko Center. So <laughs> let's hope that's just a one-off if he ends up uh, coming here. But what, what's your evaluation of him? And I guess you know, kind of leading into that, is he if he were to commit here, he'd be the starting shooting guard? Do you think? Yeah, I think if okay. he came here, yeah, that would be the main reason he would come here. Yeah, I don't think he would come here to come off the bench. Uh, I mean, shot over, I think, like 43% from three or so. So he's a great shooter, shot like almost 90% from the free throw line, which is another great thing to have as well, to have like an end of game scenarios. I think he was a pretty solid defender too uh, for, you know, for, uh, for, uh, I've totally blinked out on what I was going to say, but um, pretty solid defender. Um, that's what kind of stuck out to me. Uh, I think that, you know, the other guys that you have, you know, you have Wuga, you have Matthew Cleveland now, you know, they can kind of cover up some, some areas in terms of the, in terms of the defense, but I think it would be a nice add. The only thing I didn't really look at with him is his playmaking ability, because I think it would be nice to have another guy that can kind of create uh, for others as well. You know, uh, with Jordan Miller being gone and Isaiah Wong, but I, I like him as a player. I think he would be a great pickup. So, are you are you necessarily comfortable with the lineup that we have right now? If we went into the season with what we have right now, like if we didn't add was, anyone else, if we didn't add, this is something me and Vish have discussed a lot. Because well, I, 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 I don't think necessarily I'm, on the show we discussed it over text. Uh, maybe, so, I'm are you sure. saying? But I've I've made I've made it pretty clear that I don't like having a starting lineup of Nigel and Bensley because of size because they're both like under six feet and I've kept saying mm. like I think we need to add a taller two guard to start and keep bringing Bensley as our six man off the bench well I guess probably another way to kind of ask the question is are you cool if that are you, how, how what are your thoughts of the starting lineup is Nigel Bensley Wugga Cleveland um and Norchad mm-hmm. and then you know the depth would be Casey and and Nwoko and and Keyshawn and Chris Watson and, and Jai. Yeah, I honestly I completely even forgot about um Keyshawn Kaishan. I don't know how you pronounce it. We're, we've gone with uh, Keyshawn. We we Keyshawn. we we asked you when you were in Europe to hunt him down and ask him, but you didn't do it. Uh, no, I did. Like I couldn't find him. You dropped the ball. You dropped the ball. <laughs> no, I, I looked for him. I looked for him. I I went to a few gyms, couldn't find him. <laughs> I actually I actually shot around with some dudes in Switzerland in Zurich, by the way, when I was there. Man, that is commitment to hooping. Yeah. So <laughs> no, but um, geez, I'm not used to getting sidetracked like this. I'm sorry. Um, we corrupt all, man. We're like a virus. We infect you. No, I, I think I, I would be concerned with a starting lineup of Nigel Pack and Bensley Joseph because as good as Bensley Joseph uh, is as a defender, uh, you're kind of limited on who you can put Nigel Pack on, right? So you face the right team. I think that, I mean, you saw like Joe Girard um, on Syracuse just completely took advantage. He was someone, I think he's only like 6'3", but he's a great, he's a solid scorer, completely took advantage of Nigel Pack and Bensley Joseph, just shot right over them, would back down, shoot from the mid-range. So I would, I would be concerned. I think that you can get away with that lineup for like a few, you know, minutes. Just like stretches uh, you, here and there. 
Yeah, for some stretches, but I, I don't want to see that for a majority of the so, game. I think you need to have someone else. So we, we did – I guess I'm I'm – I'm, I'm going to be on an island here because I said I think I'm okay with Nat the roster. Pretty much, is. Nat pretty much agrees with me. Yes, yeah, but I'm good. I'll stand in the paint anyway. Uh, also, um, side but, note, but, if my feed cuts out, there's like a mini hurricane going on. Oh, yeah, no, I'm in the right same. Now. I am now. <laughs> despite, by the way, talk about a tangent. So I got dropped off at Melissa's place because we're going to the uh, to the basketball game, uh, the baseball game last week. And she goes, welcome to my hood. Now... <laughs> <laughs> Keeping in mind, I literally grew up like five minutes from where she lives. But you don't live. No here one has ever in Dadeland said "Welcome to my hood" to me, so that was the first one because, like, literally, let's, not, like, let's like, not tell the internet where I live. <laughs> I mean, that was just—I think you've actually already done that part, and I did not get any more specific than Dadeland's a pretty big area. Okay. <laughs> I mean, all they have to do is track all the hoodie orders, and they'll find it pretty quick. But no, like my thing, my my feet I cut off. I purposely did not. I purposely did not say specifically where you live. So um, yeah, no, it's like monsooning outside currently. Yeah, so no, I, I can hear all the thunder, thunder and stuff the going in the background. So. It might just be Matt. Matt might have to resurrect my original basketball shows, which is him just talking to camera by himself. If we both lose power here, but um, oh yeah, um, yeah. So um, sorry, what was I talking about? Oh, um, so I guess so. I'm you're on an island because yeah, me, uh, Matt agrees with me. Well, we did close. So you mentioned there were times we got exploited with the small backcourt last year, but I think it's hard to remember because Wilga kind of took over the closing role in the tournament. But Bensley closed a lot of games with Wilga on the bench. Like that, that Nigel Bensley backcourt <laughs> played a lot of clutch minutes down the stretch of games for a lot of the season. We got away with it then. So why is it, it's kind of a question to the both of you, why is it so much worse to, start a game with that when we were able to finish so many games with it i don't i don't think it's it's necessarily like oh we closed it so it, and then it's a problem starting that i think if that's your starting lineup those two are going to be on the floor together a lot more than they were it's one thing if you close the last three or four minutes of a game with them but if they're in your starting lineup they're going to be double digits on the floor double digit minutes on the floor together it's different and i think other teams are going to take advantage of that because they're both listed at six feet which means they're probably under six feet tall yeah, Nigel Pack is not six feet tall. Yeah, if he I mean, is, I think I what, mean, what, what is it? was listed at six seven, and he's like six four and a half. I, I think it, I think it's subtract one to two inches at least. Is is the is the math we're getting after these guys are getting measured when they're not on campus? So, so yeah, he's probably five ten maybe. Yeah, I would say five ten. But we were able to get away with that a lot last year, so I don't I don't see. I guess my my here, I'll make the the counter argument. Um, and ask, ask, I guess, another follow-up on this. So I do think when we get if, – if we get into situations and, and Matt brought one up last year where Joe Girard, who's frankly not even that good, was just able to use his size to exploit it, I mean, can't you then at that point give more more minutes to Watson? I, I guess I, I think – or would you, would you say let's say this is the roster, right, because there's no guarantee. But do you – but do you want to rely on a sophomore who barely played last season to step up in that role? I mean, what was Wuga last year? Wuga we're gonna have to rely on people. Year, Wuga played his freshman year. I he know. Didn't start, but Wuga he got did it. have. A, I mean, Wuga would get like what, like around Watson, ten minutes a game. Watson like, got in like, like eight, what, 10? two games? Yeah, he played a lot against FSU when uh, when Nigel was out injured. Um, 
But yeah, no, I, I he obviously Wilga played more as a freshman, but there was no indication he was going to be the player he was going to be. And I don't know how much his, frankly, I mean, some of his experience as a freshman wasn't exactly great. So I, but you also have to remember, you also have to remember, I don't think we had the expectations of a final four run coming into this season. Like we're having these discussions now because all of a sudden we've made the elite eight, we've made the final four. And now we're like, Oh, well, is this lineup good enough to get back to where we were? This isn't like, Oh, is this lineup good just to make the tournament? Now we have higher expectations. So now we have higher expectations as far as what our lineup is going to be and who we get. Yeah. But I, I guess, okay, let me ask this question then. Um, and by the way, uh, we had a whole – after this show's over, go back to the game. We had a whole milkshake discussion. There's a mix, yeah, milkshake section of the show. Five to 10 minutes, but, yeah. but I guess <laughs> is, there, is there any universe that this team makes the final four if we don't have some unknown players step up and it, like like AJ Casey or, 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 or Chris Watson step up and take on substantive roles? So you're saying um, if all else remains the same? Well, no. Take take the we can we can go back. That was my original question, but we can take that okay. off the table a little bit. I, no, I think no. We need to have certain players who maybe didn't get a lot of playing time last year, or players that were role players. We definitely need to have you know two or three guys step up and play more of a role because you you pretty much lost your arguably your two best players in Jordan and Isaiah for different. Obviously, Isaiah was player of the year ACC player of the year so that's like our best player but Jordan did so much that not necessarily made the box score you have to make up for that production somehow whether it's two players three players four players but if our team remains the same as far as whatever they did last year there's no way all about development but is there I is there, is there concurrence on this, this team opinion currently constructed is a round of 32 team is that the consensus a round I mean, of 32 it's, team? It's, if we don't add if, anyone? If, yeah. I mean, if you asked us last year, was our team a Final Four team? I don't think any of us were going to say, oh, yeah, we're definitely going to the Final Four. Um, so you can never really count out Coach L and what he does developmental-wise. But I've been saying it for weeks now. I think we need a taller starting guard. Well, so, okay, okay so let's say the roster hasn't changed. Do you start Watson then? To have that, that's, that taller... It, it depends on how he's developed. I mean, you don't want to yeah. start someone just because they're taller. Is, is, he, uh, is, is he developed enough, good enough to take on that shooting guard role given of what we just lost? So this might, and Matt, I want to give you a chance to speak since Milton and I tend to talk over each other and there's never actually Sorry. airspace. It makes it fun <laughs> for the editor of the show, by the way, after the show would have like, where's the gap? Anyway, um... I guess I just I think I have a really high opinion of of Watson's upside, and I think he can be a star. Um, and so I I'm less hesitant about leaning on him. <clears throat> but but Matt, well, what are your thoughts there? Just overall, like, well, we've, would, we've would you start him? him? You. If, if 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 it was the current team, would you start him? And also, like, where do you, how how concerned would you be for relying on him as a key player? I mean, I would not Watson? based on yeah, based on the conversations that me and you have had. I would not be shocked if he was starting. I wouldn't be like totally, I would be a little surprised, but based on the upside that I think he brings and what I've heard um, about like things in the program, about his development and everything. And um, like, I, I would be a little surprised. I just wouldn't be, I wouldn't be completely shocked though. Um, I think I like Bensley's role off the bench I think that, you know, he really found 
Uh, I think that it's hard for me to see him and Pack playing together. I just, I just think that there's too many things that can happen offensively and even defensively. I think that there's too many mismatches that can get exposed. I think Bensley, you know, he's a relatively good passer, but I don't think his playmaking is at the level, you know, where, you know, you could really get away with that on offense as well. Uh, And I think that, you know, if he was a little bit more consistent in terms of three point shooting as well, that would make a difference as well. Isn't that something you can add? I think, I think his off, I think his offensive is what is lacking, which is, I mean, yeah, we, we discuss about him being shorter, like six feet less, whatever, and pairing him with Nigel. But when we bring Bensley in, we're not bringing him in because of his offense. We're bringing him in because he can play great defense. His, if you if look at his offensive start, game, yeah, it's, it's, it's either a drive, right, or maybe a cut or something, or it's a three. Like, there's no, like, he doesn't really create his own, which in this no. offense you really do need, right? Well, so so Bernard I, had that I, I comment. I can see Matthew Cleveland being someone that can create their own. Oh yeah. To break Whoa. down a defense. Uh, uh, speaking to what Bernard was saying about yeah. Juan was able to break down a defense, and I don't see anybody right now capable of doing that. I think Matthew Cleveland can definitely do that and play that role. Um, but Wong had the capability to kind of ISO, kind of take the offense into his own hands, and Bensley Joseph is not that guy, not currently anyway. Um, yeah. Well, I would Watson say too. That? That, yeah, I think that we saw flashes of Nigel Pack doing that last season as well. I mean, obviously, you know, he's a good three-point shooter, but I think you saw flashes of him, you know, creating in the mid-range when we really need a bucket, where we're like, you know, we're uh, in a dry scoring run. Um, we haven't scored for a few possessions. I think you saw him. It's just doing that on more of a consistent basis, right? That's yeah. what we kind of need to see with Isaiah Wong gone. But if, especially if this roster doesn't change and no one else is at it. The, the other I, thing... think, I, think, I think a big key is going to be is Watson's development. Yeah. Does he have that leap from freshman to sophomore year, kind of like what Wilga had, but even more so bigger leap than Wilga did? I think that's going to be a big thing, especially if we don't add anybody else. I think Watson's development is going to be a key to how far we can really take this team next season. So let me ask you guys something too. If how surprised would you be? Because I feel like I, mean, I don't know how much you guys have talked about it individually. Um, how surprised would you be if Keyshawn was starting? I would be very surprised. I'd be shocked to be honest. Okay. I, I understand him coming in and having played some level of pro ball in Europe and how he's already 19, going to be 20 at the end of the year. So I could see him definitely getting more minutes than what a typical freshman would get playing under Coach L. But I yeah. would be very, very shocked if he was starting. But I guess what, I'd, I'd what, throw what a would caveat on there. As a three? Would but, you throw no. Woga into the two and play Keyshawn as a three? Well, I think I think that's what he adds. I think he could play – because I see him as someone that has that playmaking ability yeah, that based was, on the limited clips that I've seen and stuff. Yeah. So I think that that's the reason why I could see him playing – I'm not saying starting, but getting a good amount of minutes, right? And that was that was where I, when I was saying like I'd throw a caveat on there. It depends on where we think he can play. If you could even yeah. think you can maybe get away with him at the four, then maybe that is something because it's just a different construct. You play bigger listed um, as and the six, guard six, position. Six, seven, right? Is your wallet a little lighter than usual after the holiday season? Consider it money well spent because you deserve to live your best life, and the Chime checking account wants to help you live yours to the fullest. 
A little extra money goes a long way, which is why the Chime checking account has tons of benefits that millions of members love, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and access to over 60,000 easy-to-find and fee-free ATMs. You even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit, all while managing your money on the go, including sending and receiving money fee-free with friends that aren't even on Chime. Sign up for Chime today for you and your wallet. Get started at Chime.com goals 24. That's Chime.com goals 24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, yeah I think he's, yeah, he's in that range, and it might actually be legitimate since he's playing professionally. <laughs> and it's like, it's like you, you, think of, you think of playing like, you know, we've been labeled as like a small ball team, but yeah. you look, obviously, Nigel Pack is what, like six feet six feet allegedly yeah and then, ale- allegedly and then but i mean after that you have wuga who's six five and lengthy as hell and then you have matthew cleveland who's a six seven lengthy guard as well and then i mean you you add another big guard or you have chris watson who's another guy that's like what i think he's six 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 seven as yeah. well Keyshawn is six 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 seven so if, if you can add bigger guards like that that can you know guard multiple positions and stuff i think it adds a different dynamic and i think you know it's something that we haven't really had in terms of like the defensive side of the ball as well that could add uh add you know some sort of versatility yeah no definitely it's again it's just it's a different way of playing right it's kind of being bigger at the at the wing positions because the the center and the point guard are still undersized but uh the, the, the wing positions would be bigger and i think yeah, if you think that that Keyshawn could potentially, you know, moonlight as the four, I think that's a different because because I don't think Watson can play there at all. So I think that's the that would be the dynamic where I think you could see him starting if they're just like, look, we don't want to play the small backcourt, and this is the so, best guy. So what you're saying is you'd move Wooga to the two, Cleveland at the three, and George at the four. If he can play there, I don't know if he can. I, yeah, honestly, like, I think like, he's like everyone else. We just, discuss Cleveland playing the four. Yeah, well, because I think Watson, I, I would say probably Cleveland, but Watson has more size in terms of not like height, but body weight. I'm pretty sure Watson outweighs George by probably like 20 pounds. I mean, we can I, think, I think, yeah, Watson's filled out. He's ready to play, like play yeah. a lot. <laughs> he was just at the wrong position, I think, last year. Bernard says think... Wilga will be our best mid-range player. Um well, he's going to have the ball in his hands a lot more next season, so I hope he becomes our best mid-range player. <laughs> he's another one, though that that um, you know, last year it was it was it was Zay and it was Jordan, and then to a lesser extent Nigel. As Wooga uh, was all secondary, tertiary offense, and and it can't just be Matt Cleveland. So that someone else has to be an offensive initiator and. Don't really see them. That's why I was asking earlier, Matt, before you were on the show about 
Norchad's post-up game. There's other ways to run offense than than guards. Well, I mean, yeah, we distributing, right? Norchad and, and, offensively, Norchad and, offensively needs to get better in general. Whether it's yeah, but, but, game or, or well, I mean, I'm talking about just that's for I think a lot of the shooting stuff is really talking more about the next level. But I mean, at the college level. You can do a lot with the re- offensively with a reliable post score that requires teams to double and to actually account for them. And, and we haven't really had that since what? Reggie Johnson? <laughs> maybe do- maybe DeJuan Hernandez a little bit where it's like, hey, you can throw the ball in there and if they don't double, he'll be able to score and do damage, right? And I, I think that's another option in terms of just varying how we get points because right now we lost our two best playmakers. And and whoever we get in the portal, I mean, it's going to really. I mean, Cleveland. I'm a big fan of his. I I think Matt, you kicked off kind of this discussion. You're not going to one to one replace those two guys. Yeah, and so it is. It is a lot of all right. This guy has this incremental improvement. That guy has that incremental improvement. We get a couple of more players here, and collectively, maybe the unit will be better. Um. And so I would do wonder if Norchad as a post of what are your. <laughs> I think I think something that would just add to his game if he can just consistently knock down like a mid range shot as well, where like you have to like come out and guard him, and he can actually like attack off the dribble in the high post. That would be something that would be you know cha- game changing because you can attack from the high post, and someone tries to come off and help. He's a good enough passer to give it to someone on the perimeter or if, you know, uh, someone cuts down, he can give them the ball. Uh, that's something that I would really be looking forward to. Uh, he's, this is why, this is why you haven't had me and Matt on the show at the same time, because he's basically saying the same thing I've already said, which is he needs like that free throw line extended shot. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Max, Max, (laughs) what's up, my guy, another California cane. Let's go. Um, no, but I, I think too, like, and I th- I don't know if you guys saw, um, was it in the G League? Like, what do they call it? The G League Combine or whatever? Yeah, I think it's. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, you know, his release off of, uh, I just got off work. Shout out. Shout out to Max. <laughs> he has such a slow release on his jump shot. And I don't know if that's due to, you know, uncertainty with shooting or confidence type thing. But if you look at his jump shot, like he has a very soft release for how big he is, how muscular he is. Um, if you look at his misses, like obviously like there's some, you know, there's not too many long rebounds, right? Like it's a lot of soft misses off the back of the rim or whatever. So he has touch, you know, Coach L referenced, you know, he was one of the highest uh, free throw shooters like in practice and stuff. There's a reason for that. Obviously could have translated better to games and stuff. So the potential's there. It's just, you know, does he improve this season? He needs it. He needs he needs he needs to be more present offensively because we've lost two big playmakers on the offensive end. <clears throat> Last year it was okay that, you know, that he was like a tertiary option. Um, because you know, we needed his defense, we needed his rebounding, but he needs to be more involved in the offense this year. And whether that's working up a post working on a post-up game and developing a mid-range shot or a three-point shot, I think it's necessary not only for, like, benefiting the team, but just for his development as a player and his hopes to play professionally after Miami. Yeah. 
when they love like bringing them up high to screen or do like a little handoff. And so the opportunities are there because whoever's guarding him usually helps off a little bit or whatnot. So, you know, yeah, but if you force their big, because Nortad's technically are big, if you force their big to have to come out the paint to guard him, it opens up a lot of driving lanes. If he develops no, that yeah. shot, it's going to open up the entire offense. Absolutely. And if, you know, that could have helped against UConn because Sonogo freaking killed us. I mean, 14 missed layups. But anyway, yeah, um, no, that was... we got the but shot. A big part made. of that was Sonogo altering how we were shooting because he was able to just sit in the paint. I, I think we did some self-altering there. Um, well, that but too, anyway. but it, it made a difference because Sonogo was there. Make him if North was able layups. to bring him out because he has a shot, it would have been different. Oh, you know how many... So. Vish knows how pissed off I was. How many double clutch layups that were like oh, for man. finishing that, it that, on that, the that opposite car ride side. back to like the middle like, of nowhere where we were staying was was rough. Matt uh, and I. I'm pretty I sure I lost my voice as we were talking. It was yeah. Yeah, it was. I had a I had a kid sitting behind me at the funnel four, so I had to be. See, see, you missed well, out on the car because you didn't tell us you were actually in the hotel, but just not in the bar where we were. See, um, Melissa, at least you, you missed, weren't surrounded yeah, by Yukon fans. That's how my night was. I don't even know if we talked about this. I was in the Yukon like section. Oh no, I was sitting. We next didn't talk to about how you had the guts to like were, wait till last minute to buy a ticket. I was sitting next to two guys who I'm sure were younger than me, probably in their 20s, who were Georgia Tech grads. So they were just there to watch good basketball. And we had some oh, FAU fans behind us that were rooting for Miami. Like, they were, like, over oh. for Miami. Um, and then about five rows down from us, there were these two – five rows, like, in front of us, there were these two UConn fans that were being really obnoxious that my friend Nate had to politely tell them to, like, please shut up. <laughs> Which friend was it? Uh, my friend Nate. Oh, yeah. That's, that's yeah. who I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, we got to get Max on the show. He's a, he's a Hoops fan. Yeah, Max, you can come on. The- well, actually, no, hold on. I'm going to do you a favor. He may or may not Matt, have been Matt, you can come on the show on. once you let Melissa on your show. There you go. Oh, oh, Max? Yeah. We can horse straight here. You've been trying to. You've been, you've been, you've been angling for the invite, Max, if Melissa is allowed I'm, like, on unofficially show. invited on his show. Yeah, like, well, I, well, I, you, I think, like, if I said, hey, can I come on your show, I think eventually it would happen. I, I, the formal invite, Max does actual show prep. It's a whole different thing than what you're going to. Yeah, I have to show, have so. like you have to have like a quote ready for the end of the show because they always like have a quote. No, he he sends topics and and like you um, actually know what's going to be talked about. It's very. Oh, they're like legit the professionals on. Um, yeah, no, they're professionals. So you know, be prepared. Damn, Plus, I have to prepare because me and A Black talk a lot of shit. <laughs> the first time, the first time Matt and I did a show, he like came on as a guest and like we actually prepared. We had like topics, and it is not ever going to happen again. But uh, we anyway. topics for this show though. That's true. But I've told actually, you beforehand, like, hey, I've looked up these players. I, I was it two weeks ago. I was sending you YouTube videos about players I was scouting in the transfer portal. Yeah, I feel like the. I guess the difference is our topics are just we were we were, we're all three of us are going to talk about hoops anyway. I'm like, we should talk about that on the show. Like, I think if the show didn't exist, we'd be having the same conversations. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Just so, recorded. It's a little right? bit different. Um, okay, so I do want to. I do want to get a little bit back on topic here. Um, and by the way, the uh, for those. The F1 show, we've moved it to tomorrow night, so that's not happening today. Right now, it's going to happen tomorrow night, So, which also oh, means no. that... So we're doing like that, a four-hour show tonight? We do not have to do a four-hour show, but, but it doesn't I mean don't we know what just happened, but like my iTunes just turned on and started playing like... I don't even know what that was. Hopefully it wasn't <laughs> like, copyrighted. We didn't hear it, so we're okay, but we don't need to get copyrighted. That's good. 
I know uh, I clicked the button on my AirPod by accident and it like opened up iTunes and started playing like that's the most unknown yeah, to me, okay. to be honest with you. I, I don't I don't know how he develops. I mean he's what six eight, so he's kind of like a tweener, right? Between Isn't he a listen at six ten? A... No way. Is he really? I thought he was six eight. <laughs> I mean at this point, subtract. I'm pretty sure he's listed at like six nine or six ten. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, um, but um, I will say before you finish that I he needs to develop and improve because I can see Nwoko coming in and making a bid for that backup spot because Nwoko's a grown man. He's more he's more filled out physically. I wouldn't be surprised if he's a better post defender already because AJ yeah. Casey could not guard anyone. In the, he got abused by uh, Trace Jackson. Well, Davis that's how Walker post. ended up taking taking those minutes. So he's yeah. he's listed at six nine. Um, I just looked it up, but so was Anthony Walker. Apparently, last year. Yeah. there's no way he was six. No, nine. no way. AJ AJ Casey's like six eight. There's no way. Well, so I guess where do you see his? So first of all, Melissa, I don't agree with you. I don't think Nwoko is going to take his minutes unless he like really just doesn't develop. I, I we don't like to play young bigs. He had to play a little last year because we had no one. I think I think he'll get several bites at that apple before we put Nwoko in in front of him. But I mean, do we see him more as as a backup to Norchad at the five, or more getting more minutes at the four next to Norchad? Like, is where do you see his role? Because I think he's going. I think this season I see him playing like four Norchad and very limited minutes next to him. Okay. And you know, basketball is a matchup game. Yeah, I think I think it depends on the matchup. I mean. I think with Matthew Cleveland being added, I think if we didn't add Matthew Cleveland, then I think that he would have had more minutes next to Norchad, but I don't see that being the case now. So I guess what's the best case then you think for him in terms of contributing to the team? And Melissa, you should answer these questions too. We haven't really talked about this. Uh, you want me to answer first or you want Matt to answer? I would like you both to answer in whatever sequence you see. You go ahead first, Melissa. I, 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 for one, right now, would like to see him develop in the weight room. Um, I think he needs to add more muscle so that he can be more of a presence defensively. Uh, I think the offensive game will come in time. But at this point, I think he, he more so was needed to spell Norchad, especially if Norchad's in foul trouble. Um, I don't see him being a big part of our offensive game as a sophomore, maybe developing it throughout the season but I think he needs to be more of a presence on the boards and defensively. And I think a lot of that starts with getting some meat on the bones in the weight room. I think I I see him improving as a jump shooter. I think that's the area that he's kind of focused on when he was in high school. I mean, he was one of the best finishers at the rim. Uh, That's what he was kind of known for as like a high school recruit. Uh, You know, it's just that awkward position of, you know, six, eight, six, nine, whatever he is being that tweener kind of position because he can't really guard in the post. Like Melissa said, like he needs to add muscle um, in that regard. I would see him like best case scenario, like second, third guy off the bench, getting some minutes. I think second guy off the bench, you know, I just don't really. Yeah. Well, so you, you brought up a couple of both. We brought up a couple of interesting points there. One. So I, I, I understand he does need to put on weight and muscle, and I think he'll do that naturally anyway. I I viewed his defensive deficiencies last year as a lot of like just not knowing how to play defense more so than his positioning was terrible. He would he wouldn't he wouldn't you know deny the ball correctly. It was kind of 
just all over the place and 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 my my assumption is the gap between high school and college he probably didn't have to have a lot of technique in high school because he was probably taller and bigger than a lot of players right right no that's that's Uh, for sure so i guess i guess I guess my, my point kind of tying into what Matt said and, and also what you just said, Melissa, is I think coming in, he was a big-time recruit for his offensive game. He ended up being a break cla- glass in case of emergency defensive player because we had no bigs. And that was his role was to come in and spell Norchad and defend the big when Norchad's not out there. And that is not at all why he was recruited. He was recruited yeah. because Matt said he was like, he's a very good offensive player. So I am curious to see if, you know, we see he was a, he was like a top 25 ranked yeah. player at one point. Yeah, too. He, he was, like a, he was, he was a, a big time recruit for, recruit. for his offense, not for his D de- but everyone, any, anyone that with any height had to get on the court at some point last year and try to play defense. And that's just their, and, Frankly, that might not change this year based on right now what we've got on the roster. But I'm curious to see his offensive development because that's actually, you know, what he was supposed to bring to the table. But he ended up being a defensive substitute when Norchad was in foul trouble more so than what he actually like, – let's be real. If we had any options, he would not have played at all last year. He wasn't ready yet. Um, so I, I'm actually curious to see if he can actually bring things offensively to the table that, that – we did not get off the bench at that position last year because it was him and Walker coming in, and there was really—I yeah. mean, we get. And shot in the at tournament, times. it was mostly Walker. We didn't see Casey. No, no, we didn't. Um, and then even then, it was a lot of abandoning ship on the Walker experiment in the middle of the games. Um, the obligatory three-pointer. Indiana man, I don't, I don't see it. But um. that, it's just like a few minutes into that game when they put Walker and my friend texts me. He's like, "There's the obligatory three for Dallas." I mean, you know what's coming? He made which he made one against what was it, Houston? He made one because I remember because um, you know it's every game you know those attempts are going up. It's at least one, sometimes two, and you can see it coming a mile away. <laughs> like yeah. he I gets just, them all. I just... And I shout out no, and then it actually went in. The guy next was like, "What are you talking?" I was like, "He's three for forty on the year now. Like literally, that's the stack. Go look it up no, for real." <laughs> I just remember, like before the season, the press conference that Coach L had at Media Day, and he was talking about like, "Oh yeah, Anthony Walker really added like the the three point shot to his arsenal," and I was like, "Oh okay, like you know, let's see it." And then. Lo and behold, what like shot like what? He didn't say it would go in. Percent? He said it was in his arsenal. He attempted I think, it. I think Norchad made more threes in a game than Walker did. He might have made more. Keep it chill. Wear good socks. you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. 
you made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.